Good morning, y'all. Thanks for joining and getting ready with E. If this is your first time listening, I am E, and I am on a mission to help simplify the dialogue and rationalize the notion that even death requires planning. Please note that this information is general in nature and is not to be construed as or a substitute for legal advice. We only have one more episode after this one for the year. But in January, we'll get ready to gather with more passing dialogues. Here we are in the month of November. And if no one's told it to you yet, kudos to you for making it this far. Because sometimes we do not give ourselves enough credit for fighting and surviving all the challenges that this life hands us as the earth dances around the sun. Since you are listening to this today, please know that I'm proud of you, you should be proud of you, and that you do indeed matter. Everyone has their own beliefs or feelings on what happens after passing. Even Lori H. Anderson said, Death is funny when you think about it. Everybody does it, but nobody knows how. But what everyone doesn't do is their own due diligence to ensure their loved ones don't have to guess what their wishes are. So let's get into it some more. This time of year in the West typically means get-togethers with the ones we love and occasionally the ones we are willing to tolerate. But there is usually good cheer, smiles, cozy homes, and definitely food. We all know those one or two people who thrive and shine in the kitchen. I mean, creating delicious masterpieces for their loved ones truly gives them joy. Then you got folks like me, who are generally tasked with providing the cups, plates, napkins, and ice. So, shout out to my fellow paper goods bringers who come through with the china plates and linen-like napkins. I see you. Food brings us together to a place where we can breathe a little bit easier because the outside world is just that, outside of the boundaries of our shared table. We share our joys, our successes, and occasionally bring up a few to-do items that we may need help with or that the circle may need to work on together. While you are all together, it may be time to discuss a little family business sort of like an informal business meeting or the more popular term a town hall for instance it would be a perfect time to discuss any family property that needs maintenance or year-end bills like taxes after everyone has had the chance to eat drink and be merry of course so here's the thing if you're like me you have family property in the south that needs maintenance taxes, utilities, and insurance. Oftentimes, there is one person undertaking all of those responsibilities, even though the land is heir property and is technically owned by a majority of your living relatives. As Keith says, I said all of that to say, use this time of cheer and togetherness to have a dialogue about budgeting for regular expenditures that the property requires. Like asking if every adult could contribute $10 monthly could be a great start. And speaking of adults and their coins, budgeting for regular expenditures, why not bring up life insurance? 
Yes, I know there are going to be those who say, we don't need to talk about that right now because nothing's going to happen to any of us. But let me just give you an example from work. There is always a project that wraps up with punch list items. And we say, we'll get to them later. And I am here to tell you, later rarely comes. I completely understand that your household and making it from day to day is your high priority, high visibility project. And life insurance, well, it's just a low priority punch list item. But this is one of those times when doing the bare minimum could make a huge impact. And by doing the bare minimum, I mean enrolling in some form of life insurance, even just your company's life insurance. Heck, Colonial Pen has been advertising for decades, selling policies for $9.95 monthly premium, but it's for a certain age demographic. And for perspective, think about this. State governments require car insurance. Federal government requires health insurance, but there is no governing body that requires you to be covered for ensuring the financial livelihood of your dependents, nor the final disposition of your remains after your passing. Yep, um, I just went on a tangent. Let me focus and um, move on to the chat with the collective me, AKA me, myself, and I. In fact, today won't be a chat, but a pop quiz. Hey self, you ready? Question one, which month has the most births? Question two, which month has the most passings? Question three, what top three states have the most passings in that month? You ready to check your work? August has the most births. January has the most passings. California, Florida, and Texas have the most passings in January. This data is from 2022 from the National Vital Statistics System, which is a branch of the CDC. I hope that that little chat impromptu pop quiz, well, I guess a pop quiz is impromptu. I, either way, I hope it helped put some perspective on the timing of having a passing dialogue with the ones who matter most to you. I would like to add just one more thing. As this year wraps up, it is an excellent time to review what insurance policies you do have. Most employers are having their open enrollment, Medicare and Medicaid, they do theirs. And I'm not just talking about medical insurance. This includes life and or burial insurance because your needs shift as life changes. For instance, if you paid off your mortgage, started a business, gotten married, gotten a raise, if any of those events have happened this year, you definitely need to review that policy. Let me just throw this out here. If you are able to self-insure, just know that I am trying, trying to eventually be like you. And shout out to you for being able to do so. To wrap all this up, as you're spending time with your loved ones over the next few months, please take time to speak with them about objectives and goals, maintaining family property, maintaining our health, as well as insurance.
you can be the catalyst for changing how your family talks about or handles passing dialogues. But if you're not quite ready to bring it up at the dinner table with little ones present, grab your favorite cousin, aunt, or uncle, we all have that one, and talk with them about it one-on-one. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate your support, especially if you've listened to other passing dialogues. That's all I got for today. Y'all know we close the dialogues with a quote from Arthur Ashe. Start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can.